Welcome to the Money Barista podcast in the virtual cafe where coffee meets money. This is your host, Kerry Zab, the Money Barista, and together with Kim White, we bring you weekly episodes to talk about the beans in your business. How would you like to be in control of your business finances? Step inside the virtual cafe with us for these combos where we share our experience with you. So what are we waiting for? Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Welcome back, Kim. Hey, Carrie. What are we going to talk about today, Kim? Ooh, well, I have a two-part question today, Carrie. One of our listeners asked a great question that prompted me to add a second question on of my own, Carrie. Okay. How's that for a mixing it up or a blending it? Ooh, I do like a good blend, Kim. <laughs> so their question was, how do I take control of my business finances? And I think that's a very emotionally charged question, especially for me, I'm going to say. I want to be in control. I want to take charge. But how do I actually do that? But Carrie, I'm going to throw a second question in before we even let you answer. And that is, how do I build confidence in that control? Because I think without the confidence, it doesn't stay consistently that way. So if I'm in control this Friday, but I don't have confidence, I probably won't be in control next Friday. But if I gain confidence from being in control this Friday, then I am more likely to stay in control because I am confident in that. Is that a messy question or what this week, Carrie? (laughs) I feel like we have a little bit of a mixed bag here, Kim, but they tie in together so well because something that you touched on was, you know, this Friday versus next Friday. That makes a huge difference. If we are stepping away from our business finances for extended periods of time, I personally feel it just makes it harder. Not only do we end up with some backlog, not only do we lose touch with what's happening in this, I'm going to call it a pretty important space, Kim. People have heard me talk about the business finances so much and how important they are. So therefore, it's those regular touch points. It's always having your finger on the pulse. And when I say this, I I say this a little, I don't want to confuse people. I don't mean that you need to sit down with your finances every single day, every hour of every day, and just be, you know, crazy about it. But if we do have those extended breaks between working on the business finances, we can not only lose touch, we can lose the confidence. Because when we sit down and work with the numbers, we build our muscles, as you would call it, Kim. We do build an element of confidence. I don't know about you guys, but when I work on something that's not in my wheelhouse and I work through it and I get to a point I may have finished it I may be like just really progressed in where I'm up to I feel amazing like I just worked out in the gym for five hours solid like even if it was just a half an hour session on something that's icky to me I actually feel like a superhero do you know what I mean Kim it gives us that boost of yes I did this hard thing that I was either putting off or I didn't really want to do. So there's confidence that comes naturally.
naturally when we get to do these things that are just not our favourite thing to do and we have this extra sense of achievement. I believe, Kim. I love this answer, Carrie, because I think that all of us could do with a big fat dose of superhero. Well, and Kim, superpowers, like that's what comes with it. It is a confidence builder, but at the same time, that euphoric kind of feeling of, yes, you know, like accomplishment and self-confidence in, see, I can do it. And a lot of the time, there's this weird thing, Kim. I feel this because, trust me, guys, there's plenty of stuff I don't like doing. Numbers is just not one of them. Let's talk about words for a second. When I actually, like, put together a blog or even an email, if you're on my email list, you'll see my weekly emails. When I finish that, I'm like, I feel good. I feel really good to have put some words down on an email or onto the website, whatever space I'm working on in the words. It could be the same for you with the numbers, you know, that I did it feeling and those superpowers that come with it. I can't explain it, Kim. There's just something really special about it. Have you ever looked at your bank account or credit card statement and found charges you forgot to cancel? Do you have a sinking feeling that you are spending money on things you no longer use? I'm Kerry Zarb, the Money Barista, and I share a free tool that has saved users over $116,000. If you want to get in control of your recurring payments, then the Money Barista Savings Tool is the free step for you. I host a live tour of the savings tool every quarter. It's completely free for you to attend and get this amazing tool. Let me show you how this tool can save you money and help you track your progress. Head over to kerryzarp.com forward slash savings to register for the next live tour. And while you're there, grab your free and private copy of the Money Barista Savings Tool so that you can get started on saving money today. Do you have something like that, Kim, where you kind of come out going, Ooh, look at my muscles, Ooh, look at me. <laughs> I have plenty of moments, Carrie, when I need to practice things. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, so let me go back to the first question for just a second, Carrie, because I want to make sure that the listener like is getting maybe what they're asking for, because I don't want to muddy the waters with my question. I think you did a phenomenal job of answering. Um, but how would they start getting in control? Because I know that we talk a lot about, you know, the digital shoebox. We talk about all the different pieces of like your finances. We talk about all that stuff. And I know you're not giving advice, but Carrie, if you didn't like numbers, what would you do, you yourself do to start moving towards that feeling you just talked about? What would you do to start moving toward that taking control? I would honestly, Kim, just spend time with it. It is really simple to not only build confidence, but also get in control is to just carve out little pieces of time. Sometimes we might need to do this more frequently. Sometimes we might need to ensure that it's on our calendar. Again, we come back to the building of the confidence to get in control. Because if we sit down every single week and work even just a little bit on our business finances, it's amazing how easier it is to pick it up the next week. Again, we go back to if we've had that extended period of not looking at the numbers, that's when it starts to feel icky again. If this is not your wheelhouse, and I get it, I really understand, 
then do it in smaller pieces. Do it more frequently and spend time with it. Maybe it's just an observation session, Kim. Maybe we're just sitting there, we've pulled out our bank statement and we're looking across our bank statement. We spoke about that the other day. And just spending that time absorbing the numbers, it might take a while to make all the sense. It might take a while for it to completely compute with you as to what it all means and how it comes together. But if we're not looking at it and we're just kind of shoving that statement in a drawer and trying to forget about it or sweeping it under the rug, that's not the answer. That's not how it's going to help you get in control. So we just have to spend time, Kim, little bits if we need to, little little tiny bite-sized pieces, not always big chunks, not always big overwhelm, so that we give ourselves the opportunity to absorb and understand what's going on to get in control. So if you are listening and you are one of the amazing business owners who does tune in weekly and you need more information than this, I'm going to suggest you send Carrie questions because Carrie has done her best to answer all the listener and of course my questions, y'all, I'll be honest, my question. But it helps all of us get better knowing these things, Carrie, and it's a great reminder, even if you're doing great with your finances, it is a great reminder to be consistent and to, you know, not let those big gaps in time. So thank you for answering these questions and thank you for helping me feel like a little bit of a superhero today and building confidence. So thank you, Carrie. Well, Kim, you're very welcome. And I want to say again that we're not all tuned in for this. We're not all built to play in this space. Everybody's going to be different when it comes to numbers, words, graphics, marketing, all the different pieces that all of us have to do in our business. And it's pretty hard, Kim. If you're a solopreneur, if you're out there and you've started your business or you're even thinking about starting a business and you're embarking on this adventure of being all of these people, you think about a company and how many different departments a company might have and how many people come in with areas of expertise. And we're going to talk, we're actually going to talk about outsourcing next week, Kim. So this ties into that a little bit. It can be overwhelming. It can absolutely like stop us in our tracks. It can actually put a big pause in our business. It may even stop us from starting a business if we get overwhelmed. But if we don't ask the questions and we don't seek help in these spaces, we're going to stay stuck. We're going to stay stuck in that spot that we're not comfortable with or we're not familiar with or we don't understand. So I feel like as an entrepreneur myself, Kim, you know me, I'll ask questions. I will definitely ask questions because there's plenty I'm not clear about. And there's plenty I'm still learning as well. So I just want to encourage anyone tuning in that's feeling a little bit stuck and feeling like the finances are too much. Find help. It may not be me. It might be somebody else. But ask someone rather than feeling this icky, overwhelming pressure and stress that comes with the finances. And if you're not already following The Money Barista, I suggest you hit the follow button and follow the podcast because Carrie's always bringing this kind of gold to us. I'm just... Excuse me, Carrie, while I talk to that amazing business owner out there. So follow the show so that you don't miss out on any of these questions that Carrie answers every week. So thank you, Carrie Zohar. Thank you, Kim, for hanging out with me in the virtual cafe once again. As always, week on week, Kim's turning up every single week, guys. Like, I want that to be recognized as well. She can talk about me. I'm going to talk about her. But she is always here as my faithful 
faithful co-host and I, I love these. I love these conversations, Kim. I love these conversations too, but y'all just be very clear out there. I'm the backup singer because I just need to ask all these questions. So thank you, Carrie. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Kim. See you next week. Thank you for joining us in the Virtual Cafe studio for this convo about business finances. This production is brought to you by the money barista, Kerry Zarb. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.